Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Touch Them podcast. It's your girl Wista. Welcome to the podcast. We talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about. Because if we talk about what you want to talk about, you'd be here, but you're not fucking here. If you're new, welcome. If you're part of the Wista gang, part of the Wista crew, welcome back. Wow. <laughs> you guys, we are white. Week three of unemployment. Woo. Well, I call it fun employment because, you know, I call it a little vacation because I was just talking to a friend about how, like, she was telling me how she's been laid off for like a year and she's just like pushing through. And I will say this, these companies are a fucking mess because remember I came here and I was telling y'all how like I got laid off, somebody else got laid off. Bro, tell me how the week after I got laid off, people were sharing their promotions, which I'm happy people got promoted. I'm happy for them. But I was just like, damn, like that's crazy. Cause it's like, I'm happy that people got promoted. But then I'm like, mm, in my head, I'm thinking to myself is bro, I hope y'all not spooked and, and confuffled too, because y'all see how they be doing people i hope y'all making sure y'all are getting your ducks in a row together to dip out of here but we do know there's a lot of like layoffs happening within like various fields which i'm not surprised this economy right now is just doing a doozy on folks and also we're in election year so it's gonna be interesting to see how things played out but bro when i saw people getting their promotions i was just like you know what i'm happy for you like i don't know what else i'll say i'm happy for you i know that's not sound even like genuine i know that's always like but so you only sound like you're happy girl life has been lifing so if you got promoted you still got a job be grateful bitch but um i could just say is that like platforms like linkedin just stay off of it because i'll say this linkedin just in general boring platform personally but it's just like a platform where it's like okay i see a lot of like um executives and people are talking about leadership but it's like the true purpose for people to get jobs like what is going on with the steering of y'all wanting to be like linkedin influencers i get it there's money to be made on the platform but it's like girl like can y'all tell motherfuckers what they gotta do to get through ai when it comes to job application can y'all tell us what to do when it comes to like certain platforms how to apply can y'all tell us what to do when it comes to like our resumes like what the hell and even when like you apply for like a fucking job you know i can't stand is when i apply for a job and then i do everything all that and then the recruiter want to check my fucking linkedin page every single fucking time like girl what you want to tell me you want to say hi like don't be a fan send a message oh my god but i will say this after this whole situation of me getting laid off i'm actually pretty grateful it happened but i will say the universe does give you answers when you need tea so here's the tea and this is all alleged but um so something told me was to go on linkedin i go on linkedin and someone that i worked with at the place that laid me off they had like the opening to work um the hashtag open open for work on their profile picture luckily i actually was cool with this person and we started at the same time so i messaged him and i'm like hey um are you still working at so-and-so because i noticed you have open a hire and tell me how this man let me know that allegedly his boss said that he made a mistake hiring him and that the boss literally said they needed someone who had more seniority and more of a certain sector of like business that they were looking for and they made a mistake hiring him mind you he was working the same time as me so it's like bro you literally wasted people's time but he let me know that he was given a six to eight week notice regarding that so he's still going through his six to eight week notice before they find like his um replacement so for the six to eight weeks he's still gonna get the opportunity to work but once it's done obviously it's done and then i found out mind you he's white 
And then I found out allegedly there was another person, a white woman, they did that too. And she got a six to eight week notice. But then the black and brown folks, hmm, we didn't get no notice, no nothing. And I know some people are like, oh, well, they'd rather just be laid off rather than just like giving like a notice like, hey, your role's me taken out of. Personally, for me, I prefer a six to eight week notice because at least with that, you're not spooked and shocked. And then I feel like the griefing as well is easier. But then again, too, like I said, these past couple episodes, always apply for a job once you hit that one month mark still apply for another job and just practice on interviews because you just never know so all i'm gonna say is trust your gut trust your intuition because sometimes too your intuition the universe god will give you those freaking um messages even if you didn't get that six to eight week notices because remember how last week i was telling y'all how like certain people were giving cues certain things or messages were being said that was my six to eight weeks notice basically i was giving it to it spiritually but still like I said, especially in this economy, if you got a job, you got a role, be grateful you got it right now because the way this the way this job market is, <laughs> all I can say is I've at least been ghosted a couple times to the point where I'm just like, bro, what's meant for me is going to come to me and we just got to focus on certain things. But I will say I'm truly grateful because make sure you have like extra streams of income. And I'll say this as much as some people are like, oh, yeah, you work with artists, this and that. Girl, <laughs> tell me how. The week after I got laid off, my royalties check came in. I said, oh, <laughs> royalties? I got an email saying your royalties will be distributed. So I just want to say thank you to all my artists that I work with that we put in me. Y'all be putting me in the publishing and everything like that. Yes, I be in the masters. Um, I'm not in the masters like that, but I be, in the, I be up in there too. I be in the credits. So shout out to my artists. But always making sure you have like certain creative endeavors and always making sure like you're doing certain things. Like I think right now I'm using this time to have a hobby, even work more with my artists, work more on this podcast, work more on my TikTok, work more on like your personal brand. And that's what you have to do sometimes. You never know what can happen. Like I said, wait, we're about to enter March. We don't know what the fuck is going to happen in March. We don't know what the hell is going to fucking happen in fucking what, April. For, for, For fucking example, anybody who's listening to this or even this show might go viral we don't fucking know you guys just have hope have faith and just know that everything works out in your favor i know i say that all the time even shout out to like some of the listeners who like emailed me just to check in on me y'all put me in my place with like what's the you know that you know what it means the universe is redirecting you and it's gonna work out in your favor because you say it all the time and it works so that's all i gotta say about that but let's get on to like some of these topics because i feel like this whole episode is gonna be based on like using your intuition your judgment because we gotta talk about risa tisa on tiktok okay let's go so if you've been living under a rock and you're not on tiktok which i'm not surprised you probably don't know about risa tisa who is this woman in georgia who did a fucking 50 part series on tiktok where she talked about this man who she married who was a whole ass pathological liar and went viral to the point where people started donating money to her and now she's going off to London and Paris on a trip and it's just to the point where I think a lot of people could relate to that story just because in the aspect of like the aspect of women dealing with the fact that sometimes they might have a partner that's not trusting and I know there's men who go through that too but obviously I'm a woman so if men if you could relate to it happy if you can't I don't know what to tell you but Risa literally did this damn story so good like her natural talent I say 
would be like storytelling like if she made this a book i would buy it remember how like the zola story went viral on twitter this is similar to that this is that, that reincarnation moment which i've noticed that a lot of things that went like viral back in like 2016 and 2015 are peaking again so definitely pay attention to what you did in 2015 and 2016 but Risa was talking about how she met this man on a dating site facebook dating i'm sorry once i hear facebook dating bitch i know you getting played right then and there plenty of fish too i as you know i might be an advocate for dating sites but <clears throat> some of those sites just give red flag and facebook dating is one of them but she was at that age where you know especially when it comes to like women they always society always tries to say oh yeah okay well you're getting close to an age where you know you need to start thinking about having a family having kids having a husband and i guess you know society's pressures got her and obviously she's on a dating site she's a successful woman she has her own place has her own car just trying to get her stuff together she meets this man which we're gonna call him lesion and he claims to be a vp he's black he's i think he's like what six two six two black man you know what the what the um high value man would say we're high value they plan to have a day at their local cheesecake factory which i don't get it cheesecake factory is always in the middle of the fucking mess when it comes to like red flags and dating for some reason i don't know what it is but they planned that out and when she was going to that location her tire popped which that is the sign right there for me bitch you should have gone I don't know what it is a lot of people were saying oh the red flag was when she moved in early with him i'm sorry because this also happened during covid so we have to give T risa some grace for this just in general just in general let's give her some grace because especially with the fact that like what she was going through and i think a lot of people are like oh she was dealing with low self-esteem i understand that a lot of women deal with that and also too is a lot of women have probably been through something close to this at a certain phase in their life regardless if they went through it when they were young or if they went through it when they're a little bit older shit i went through that shit when i was a fucking teenager so i fucking understand but i think the thing is when it comes to this red flag her tire popping on the way there was the red flag right there but i guess that was kind of like a scenario that led him to like kind of show that he was the provider because he drove there and followed her so they can actually like change the tire and everything like that but still right then i've been like okay sir thank you for the tire but that was a sign right there you're not the one and i always say this and i think i was talking to my sister about this which i always tell women girls please if you are in like your 20s listen to older women listen to older women they got the logic because i can't stand when y'all age shame older women older women be telling y'all to protect y'all my sister always says if you have to go to a destination to go see a dude and there are mad roadblocks that's a sign it's not worth it her tire popping going on that date was the sign right there shoot i wouldn't have gone i'd been like okay let me get aaa to do this i'm good and just end things but the thing is he kind of like sold her like the whole dream even the aspect of like them moving in and i guess that he saw that she had her own place i guess he was claiming that he lived in like a studio but you know she had her own place all things nice but he was still paying bills so there were still some benefits which she's probably like you know what? he's paying the bills so she still got to be able to stash money but still he was still moving sketchy it's the fact that this man got a ring from amazon saying that was their engagement ring and she had to go get that shit appraised bro you all gotta go watch this shit because i'm not gonna be giving you guys all the fucking tea and information but when i tell people y'all need a vet 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 
vet people, regardless who you're talking to. If you're a woman, a man, regardless what gender you associate yourself with, or even if you are non-gender conforming, regardless who you decide to partner up with, you need to investigate them. And I think also with this moment, she, this is kind of like her moment for her. I think this is like her good karma moment because this is her time to talk about like the things that's happened because she went through a lot of shit because also let's not forget too she was pregnant at a certain point and by him and dealt with a miscarriage and I will say this as much as some people are like oh well the miscarriage is sad yes a miscarriage is sad but sometimes that miscarriage is a sign as well for her to get out of that situation but then also oh my god that's gonna sound so terrible but also like protecting that child because imagine the type of environment that child would have been in with that man as the father and let's not forget too is lesion the man that did it that did all this conspiracy the path the pathological liar he got kids by other women what yeah and the crazy thing is and this is why i tell people y'all be mindful when you tell stories on the internet because she didn't even like give like huge descriptions but all i could say is he's from philly the thing is i be telling the girls one type of place whenever a man tell me like he from philly <laughs> i back up i'm sorry <clears throat> detroit too <laughs> not doing no man that probably has association with meek mill or one of them dudes who be wearing cardio shades oh <clears throat> and fur coats but i think a red flag as well was the fact that he's from philly i don't know it's just something about some philly men it's like mm, i don't know about this one you know what let me shut up because my cousin's married to a man from philly but sir <laughs> sir you're from like king of prussia so i guess that's different the crazy thing is running back to like what i was saying when you tell your story and give like certain descriptions i guess this one girl tried to chase clout and found who lesion is aka jerome she found out who lesion is and exposed how he looked like the thing is about this is you're putting Risa's like life in danger because let's think about this she wanted to keep things private this man is a fucking pathological liar he's a sociopath we don't know what this man has to, like what he's capable of doing this man literally faked fucking financial documents all these things lied about even attaining a loan for a mortgage like you don't think this man might not be crazy enough to pull some shit on her like hello doing all this and I couldn't stand the fact that a lot of people kind of like took this time to like create commentary to like get clout out of it because it's like bro some of y'all are like literally victim shaming this woman and it's like imagine if you were in her shoes imagine if you're in her shoes this is why I say be diligent and just pay attention to the red flags I think some people are like oh she should have paid attention but yeah I don't know what kind of state she was in at that time it was COVID times. You know how many people were dealing with loneliness during COVID? And look, guess what? Right now, loneliness is an epidemic. So y'all need to sit down and stop about it because also how I brought up earlier, society standards and norms. Y'all like to put time clocks on women. Y'all like to do these type of things. And I think she even like owns up to it too, where she said, I think she described something about like her desperation. I think the thing is in the end of it, she learned her lesson and she's grateful about it and the fact that she's able to share it to others. But still, for y'all to expose that man and show him to the world when she wasn't even trying to do all that, that's very wrong. But then after him getting exposed, the person who exposed the man, obviously she's going through it. She's crying and everything like that. Like, girl, you should have mind your business and just watch the fucking show for entertainment and took those lessons. Now more women are coming out about how 
they were messing with Jerome, aka Legion. And I'm sorry, Legion looked exactly the way I expected him to look like. I don't know if y'all know the YouTuber who's like obsessed with like the um Philadelphia Eagles who allegedly is now um banned from YouTube and because most likely they're saying he's allegedly a he talks to yeah, he talks to little kids, especially young girls allegedly. He looked like EDP 445. Go look him up. He looked like EDP 445. I'm not even surprised. When they showed Jerome's face, I was like, oh, real life Mr. Potato Head. That's it. He looked exactly how I expected because everyone's like, oh, yeah. Before we saw Legion's face, everyone's like, yeah, he's probably look hella good. This and that. Reese is probably not even his type. This and that. And then when we finally saw his face, we we're like, wait, you went through all this for that? Oh, no, girl. Risa was way out of that man's league. Way out of that man's league. Financially, looks-wise, everything. Y'all go look that man up. He looked like EDP 445. He just he just looked like a creep. Like, he looks like that type of dude that is a creep. He's probably like, you know how like they be making them jokes like, oh, there's always that one big dude in your DMs, and you finally give him that chance, and he fucks it up? That's what he looks like. But... Either way, I'm happy that she got to like share her story and she makes shit tons of money from that shit. They're saying that she made like 86K from that shit so far. I just hope that she works with a lawyer to make sure to secure her story because it is TikTok. You know how many fucking producers from Lifetime, Hallmark, or even from like Warner Brothers Studios are probably writing down that story word for word and it's gonna either be on fucking NBC or even on a film. She needs to make sure she protects her story. So if that does arise, she is getting royalties from that. Or if she works with like a studio, I don't know, like maybe Shonda Rhimes, not fucking Tyler Perry. I'm sorry. Tyler Perry, if Tyler Perry gets involved in this, and everybody's been saying this, if Tyler Perry gets involved with this fucking story, Tyler Perry about to make Legion look mad good and make Risa look a mess. Tyler Perry likes to do that. I don't know what it is. Every single fucking Tyler Perry movie I've seen, Tyler Perry be making the men look mad good and the women look like they've been through shit. Honestly, I'm gonna say it, Tyler Perry could play Legion if he were to decide to, like, be involved. He could play Legion. No shade, just being honest. But I think she does need to, like, work with a lawyer, make sure she protects her story, because we've seen this happen so many times on TikTok. I don't know if you guys saw that one TikTok that went viral where a bunch of strangers all met at an airport and they all just ended up like traveling to the same location together because their flight got canceled so they all took like a tr like they all like rented out cars together and that ended up becoming a hallmark movie and then the freaking crew that found out about that called that hallmark for that and then we also saw what happened with um Cetaphil and the situation between the um young black woman and her like white stepfather how like they have like that close bond as if like that's her birth father we saw how that happened as well and that was a super bowl commercial so definitely i we need her to protect her story and make sure that she gets the royalties or some type of accommodation for it because somebody's going to fucking steal that shit i can already imagine it now and there's some people are like oh well this sounds a little bit fake and made up i'm like bro how is this shit fake and made up because i saw some of the tarot people saying oh no this is fiction that exposed um the type of information that she provided does not sound like it's fake so if you think it's fake then how the fuck can she conspire information 
from 2016. She was not even with that man in 2016. Like there is tea about this man from previous women that he's with from 2016. You think they all got together and conspired it so they can make sure in 2024 this goes viral on Black History Month? That doesn't make no fucking sense. This is why I can't stand y'all conspiracy theorists. And yes, and I'm calling out the tarot community sometimes because it's like, girl, you pulling cards. Some of y'all don't even know how to read the damn cards. Y'all be pulling out cards like the Three of Swords or the Death card saying somebody's about to meet the love of their life. When we know damn well the Three of Swords is a card about heartbreak and the Death card is basically um, a card about getting rid of something or some type of addiction that you're dealing with. I think the whole consensus to this is just making sure you notice the red flags when it comes to certain situations and just understanding that like be more discernment that's it be more discerning with your judgment and just understanding that yeah there are people who are gonna have bad intentions sometimes and you just have to be open and understanding that not everybody deserves to be in your life and read the red flags like I get it we do have goals for certain things but sometimes too the universe sends you tests to see if you're really up for it or even if you know your worth that's why I tell my friends like sometimes you might meet a guy or even like a person or even you know men too you might meet somebody who you are interested in and they're not putting that effort if they're not putting that effort and you're looking for like your person then instead of staying in that connection just to say you're talking to somebody just keep it pushing and moving because guess what sometimes having your peace and solitude is better than dealing with the pain and the hurt that some folks can put on you just to say that you have a partner or just to say that sometimes solitude really can help you think about certain things of what you truly want if you have four hours to spare definitely take that time and go like watch the whole thing and i love how like men as a collective we're actually giving women tips and they're like bro we know this type of dude don't do this ladies i love that i love when we all get together on the internet and actually like not have a gender war finally so happy about that but let's move on to the next topic we gotta talk about this damn j-lo movie so my friend is obsessed with j-lo like he's puerto rican so i'm not surprised but he's obsessed with j-lo he's like what's the you need to watch the j-lo movie i was not planning to watch a j-lo movie y'all know how i feel about j-lo i will say this i will always give respect to j-lo because she basically took the blueprint that white women be using sometimes of being mediocre and she excelled with that shit and she took one of their mans yes she took ben affleck from you bitches ha 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 bitch but let's talk about this damn movie so j-lo just came out with a new album and this film is actually sponsored by amazon which i'm not surprised that's why it's so star-studded and let's be real you can tell that the budget was very high for this film how the fuck y'all got jane fonda kiki palmer y'all got jennifer lewis y'all got all these freaking top celebrities in this fucking film for j-lo which basically follows like her love life throughout her love life throughout the years and then ending it with her being with ben and i said wow so this film is basically about a latinx woman going through her love life talking about them and even discussing their signs i guess she said a libra was one of the worst men she did i was like okay interesting but also having that astrology aspect to it i was like okay j-lo i see you you such a fucking leo i'm not surprised but i think going back to what i'm saying it's like okay so we have a movie about a lot a latinx woman 
who's talking about her love life and then her that one scene is like okay she ends up with this white man and the white man leaves her ass because society standards and how the media would see that and he ends up going to have a child with a white woman and they end up having a kid and then him and the white woman get a divorce and then he ends up dating another white woman and then y'all remember that one like pr relationship he had when he would be smoking like crazy and shit like that he looked mad depressed and looked like he was going through some type of shit that ben affleck before he got back with j-lo yeah that was a fucking mess that was when he was like bloated and looking a hot mess when he was trying to play batman which i don't know what the fuck casting was doing picking ben affleck to play batman especially during his bloated era he not bloated no more because j-lo got him on a diet but for that white man to get back with her and they finally get married j-lo j-lo girl mommy kill okay mommy like girl what the hell you really you really made a whole film about you getting played by these men and you getting played by this white man because he didn't want how the media was going to describe y'all being in an interracial relationship and all that shit j-lo you know what i'm not even mad because you gotta do what you gotta do one thing about j-lo she gonna profit off of her experience that's one thing but i feel like for me i'll say this when it comes to j-lo's music it's not for me like that rebound song i'd be like repo 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 because that's what it sounds it don't sound like rebound it's not repo but i think for her she should have stayed more in dance music like that waiting for tonight era or even when she did that song with pitbull running on the floor because you don't really need strong vocals for dance music you don't there's some people who can't even hit a high-pitched note and are successful within like the electric dance genre so it makes sense that she should have stayed in that era because that was probably some of her biggest hits but no i'm not gonna lie though get right as a bop but i really wish that song went to a marie but we'll talk about that another time i think if jlo stayed in that dance era did songs with diplo or even did songs like skrillex i think it would have been so successful because let's not forget too kelly Rowland even had a time where she was making dance music and that shit was fucking successful as hell in europe especially during the peak with david guetta if j-lo fucking tied herself with a david guetta or even like an afro jack she would have mm, let me not even talk about that j-lo if your team's listening to this i'll, I'll give y'all the blueprint but i'm gonna need a check bitch but i think when it comes to just this whole j-lo film j-lo stick to romantic comedies i understand this is kind of like a romantic comedy too but i'll say this was better than geely this is better than geely this was better than mariah carey's movie would i watch this again no I'm gonna be honest i wouldn't watch this again unless there's absolutely nothing to watch on tv i'd probably watch it again will i stream the music no i won't i'll probably stream rebound because a black woman wrote that song i'm gonna say this j-lo your music just be better when ashanti be involved i'm gonna be honest and i know my friend's gonna be bad at me my friend's gonna text me like what's the what the hell you should be talking about j-lo sir respectfully that's your fave but i have to be honest about this I will say I'm still gonna give JLo her props but I feel like when it comes to her she needs a rebrand the thing is you're so known for dancing why are you not doing a freaking master class you are known for having abs you're known for your booty why did you not come out with a workout dvd why did you not like partner with Jillian Michaels Sean T somebody from the beach body network to come out with a fucking fitness um line why didn't y'all come out with some dvds some workout videos look at tiana taylor when tiana taylor had one of those peaks during fade everybody wanted her abs she came out with her own fucking workout dvd girl get it together and you're known for dancing and i really think right now especially because we're in the era where we're seeing like um beyonce coming out with 16 carriages people are doing fucking um dance videos 
come out with a clothing line for dancers. Remember when there was that peak where we would all be watching dance videos on YouTube and trying to recreate them like Will the Beast and this other girl. I think that um his fiance, she don't see some white girl. I think she'd be doing like the hip hop workouts now. Why don't you partner with them? Why didn't you partner with them at that time and came out with a clothing line? Because they had a clothing line called Nappy Tabs where they had like the big hair, um, like the hammer pants and they had like the zippers on them. I remember I wanted them shit so badly and I wasn't even a fucking dancer, but you could have done some shit like that. Like JLo still is going to have that push, but I feel like she still needs to have like a rebrand, especially where she sees her audience because her audience definitely has grown a lot as it aged. They've aged out a lot. So you need to find a way to cater to that. And that's simply what it is. And even I'm thinking about how like Nicki Minaj did the whole rap snacks. Couldn't JLo come out with like a protein bar? Girl, you can't work with Alani New. I know, ma'am, you're known for having abs. You're known for being at your grown age. You're an older woman that is physically active. You have benefits to that. Share the blueprint of the aging blueprint. You know what I mean? I know you have a makeup line, a skincare line. Do something. Please, J-Lo. I want good for you. And I'm happy for you still. You still a successful woman, girl. You did. You Please. You took that mediocrity and you took it to the fucking sky limit, bitch. I'm trying to figure that shit out too. Shit, being a mediocre bitch in the industry and still being that successful J-Lo. Let's all clap for J-Lo right now. I'm going to snap for you. Let's snap for J-Lo. Girl, love you. Okay, now let's move on to some other things and then we're going to close out this damn episode because I've been talking too much and we're almost 30 minute mark. Um, So we know that Beyonce just dropped her hairline called sacred and also not beyonce dropping a hairline when i ain't got no job bitch beyonce beyonce giselle knows carter why do you always do this to me beyonce beyonce you supposed to be on my time well well you know what it's whatever i'm happy for you i will say when it comes to this um hairline i'ma wait it out a bit i need a little six month grace i love my faves i do but when it comes to anything i have to put on my body or on my hair I got, I need, I need some time. I need to read the ingredients. I need to see the allergies. I do think this is going to be a successful product, but the thing is as a fan, and I think one thing is also as somebody who works in the industry of like PR and marketing, well, I'm not working right now, but it's the fact that the authenticity is what's missing. And I've even said this for like folks when it comes to like when I was working with executives at these tech companies and telling them how people prefer, people like to see you, people like to see your face. Even though like this podcast is more audio, people like to see my face. On TikTok, if I show my face, oh my God, hey, it's what's that? But people like to see your face. People like to see your movements and everything like that. People like to see the face behind the voice. So when it comes to like Beyonce just dropping this one ad and we're seeing people get their hair washed, we're seeing old school pictures of her. We love that. But it would be nice to see her mom washing her hair. It would be nice to see even, I know this is a little bit too personal, but her washing Blue's hair, bringing that personability and that like, bring some life to it, bring some authenticity, some relatability to it. Because one thing about the Beehive, specifically our fan base, and we understand Beyonce loves her privacy, but having that connection, because as much as y'all can say the barbs are fucking crazy, Nicki be talking to the barbs. Nikki be doing things. Beyonce is more private when it comes to like sending things to fans. She'll send them like boxes and shit like that. But that's mainly PR. But if we could just see Beyonce talking about the brand, even working on the brand, using the brand, if Beyonce were to go on live 
and do what Rihanna does as in bring some personability because let's not forget when Fenty Beauty first came out and even when Fenty Skin came out Rihanna was on Instagram and everything like that marketing the product trying out the product using the product Beyonce I need you to just get on Instagram live it don't gotta be for too long talk to your vet because a vet is your PR just have her put some freaking hair oil on your head just say hey y'all I'm here you know it's that night routine gonna oil my scalp and then I'm gonna go to sleep with Jay we got we got a movie to watch you know something like that give us some relatability you about to oil your scalp and then you gonna be you gonna be in bed with your husband oh shit you know how many bitches be doing that every night Beyonce they be on their scalp and then they go 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 on their husband's also oh you know what let me shut up but just bringing that relatability and bringing some like moments where okay it's bringing us closer not only to Beyonce but understanding that there's a lot of authenticity and thought that came to this brand and we could see that with the marketing but I feel like just bringing more personability and I think she's getting close to that because especially for the fact that she had the launch party and some influencers got invited and got to meet her which that's what I'm mad about how y'all bitches met Beyonce before me I met Beyonce's mom in a grocery store. I met Miss Kelly Rowland in the bathroom of Mr. Chow's in Beverly Hills in the fucking sixth grade, okay? We, we've we been eating five star for our whole fucking life. So if you're planning to date me, just know we do Mr. Chow's and five star, but you know, we'll talk about that another time about my dating life. But still, I'm so close to me, Beyonce. And then you guys, I found out that Solange lives five minutes away from me so she lives five minutes away she lives in nyack i live in rockland county she lives in nyack she don't live far from me just know i've been having my hair in an afro so she can pop up on me and tell me she liked my hair and then you know we build a connection right then and there she's a cancer i'm a scorpio water signs unite but just going back to what i was saying about beyonce bringing that more personability bringing more of like that human interaction because although she likes to do the privacy we're kind of in an era where fans are looking for more from celebrities. I blame social media. I'm sorry about that, but that's how it is. Because now you have the access to speak to your um, favorite celebrities, tell them how they change your life. Or even when it comes to like social media commentators, or even when it comes to like folks on the internet. Like, for example, I'm, I'm going to say it. I have an audience. Y'all send me emails sometimes. Be like, yo, what's the, I ain't like what you said on this, but I agree with you. So you have that access to speak to people. So I think having that personability would be so nice. But you know what? It's baby steps. We'll see what happens. I'm wishing the best when it comes to this hair care line because we know when it comes to Beyonce, the business aspects has, hasn't has really been like a hit. But I really do pray that this is what really like leverages everything for her. But I'm still going to say this. I still feel like she should have done something, some type of like masterclass for like singing and I know she did the whole collection with Balmain. I wish she did more capsule collections with like these high fashion brands because we know her as an entertainer. If she came out with like a costume line or something for like upcoming entertainers or even people who perform live to have like their own outfits, that would have been amazing. Because let's not forget her, the musician who like did the guitar at the um at Usher Super Bowl, she has her own guitar line. So just thinking something like that, I really do wish Beyonce comes out with a costume line for entertainers to perform, even if they're like small entertainers to big ones. That would be so amazing. But you know what? A girl can dream. But Beyonce, Parkwood, if y'all listening to this, I got ideas, but y'all gonna have to run a check, bitch. Love you though. Okay, you guys, let me get out of here. I gotta watch Love and Hip Hop because I'm gonna come back 
you know what? I'm probably gonna give you another episode. So y'all gonna get another episode on Monday because we gotta talk about Love and Hip Hop Miami and the whole like Haitian drama on there. Like, why Mona Scott Young? Which Mona Scott, I'm not surprised. She is Haitian. She got this whole Haitian ass storyline about this Haitian man cheating on his wife and everything like that. And then you got Amara La Negra beefing with every Haitian on the show, which I don't like that. Mona, I need to talk to you, baby. Mona, why every time? Let me let me not do my Haitian accent. But why every time? Amara always got to beef with a Haitian on the show. Amara always beefing with the Haitians on the show. What is this? Cat Papa, what the hell, Sherry? Oh my God, Kel, okay. I'll be sitting down. I'm like, damn, Amara, you be you be acting like one side of my family. No shade. I'm just being honest. Yes. I got some Dominican cousins. Y'all know who you are. Shout out to DR. Shout out to Haiti. But I'm going to go, you guys. I hope you guys have a great weekend whenever time you listen to this. If you listen to this in fucking 2025, bitch, we in the fucking future. Um, Love you guys. Wishing you guys all the best. Blessings and love. Um, I'm going to go now because, like I said, I got to watch Lemon Hip Hop Miami and I got to get a fucking hobby. But you'll see me on TikTok the day that you, um, the day that this episode comes out, I'll also have a TikTok out. So definitely follow me on TikTok words with Wista and a comment thank you but you can find this podcast on wherever you find your podcast apple spotify google play wherever you found it is where you gotta follow it you can follow me on instagram at it's wista i-t-s-w-i-s-t-a follow me on tiktok at words with wista you can follow me on x at ltys podcast but you can also follow me on my personal just know if you click on one of my favorites you might see some you might see some girl bounce her ass on some dicks so just being honest that's why i'd be watching on twitter and then or some astrology too if you have constructive criticism if you have an email like anything you want to tell me also you know a psa please 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 can some of y'all motherfuckers stop sending me cold call emails about monetization because y'all be trying to be like oh yeah i can help you grow your following bro Mm-mm. uh-uh I, y'all could pitch me shit but if i sit in the call and you're not pitching well i'ma hang up but you can send me an email at let me tell you something at gmail.com and i think that's all for now wow you guys well have a great day i have to go now bye